the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Boy, it's four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Nate from Strictly Diesel. He's up at 23rd Avenue and Pinnacle Peak Road. He's a real diesel guy. I mean, a real diesel guy. He's not one that pretends he <laughs> knows about diesels. Okay, and we got two callers, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I have a question for you, and I already know the answer as far as I'm concerned, okay? Okay. All right. Somebody comes in, and you quote him 75 to 150, diagnose the problem. Okay, At, I know and you know that most of us go above and beyond. Absolutely. Because if it's we're, if we bill in an hour 30 and, we, and, and it gets to an hour 57, then we're going to stick to an hour, whatever it is. So what happens at the end you haven't got there yet? Typically, we'll ask the customer for more if, if, if that's the case. For electrical diagnostics, that's, that's a $300 charge period just if okay. it's a weird electrical problem. But, again, we're, we're going above and beyond before we even make that phone call to ask for more and or say, hey, we, we need to figure this out a little bit better so what happens if he says no no i i i i want to talk to the guy on the internet (laughs) and i want to take it home so then what do you do at that point it's usually a no charge because neither one of us have gotten anywhere i haven't succeeded you know it happens and at that point i feel better by not charging and and, you know at that point the customer goes but but i think the message there is is that we're going to get there Yes, we're going to get there. We're going to do our darndest too. Yeah, and we go above and beyond to do that. And so. sometimes when you get to the point where, you know, every time you hit the brake pedal, the radio station changes, and when you get to the point, it's kind of like sometimes, and and a lot of times for me, it's cost one hundred thirty seven fifty to get there and two dollars to fix it. Right, and that happens thirty to fifty percent of the time. Once you get close, you fix it. Yep. So yep. it's a difficult thing, but. I like, and we do the same thing. If we can't diagnose it, it's kind of an uncomfortable situation. We're not, we haven't given you anything. We're not happy that you pulled the car out, but fair is fair. Yep. All righty, let's go to the phone. Oh, lines are open six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. But Wayne and Kevin are standing by. Wayne, you're first. Um, have a two thousand eleven Dodge Grand Caravan, three point six liter uh, variable valve timing. And uh, first thing in the morning, first start, driving out of the driveway, has a rough shift from first to second gear. It shudders. Now, a little history in the vehicle, it was set for about the last three and a half years before I bought it. It only has 45,000 miles on it. I've put about 4,000 of those miles on it, and it has improved to where it doesn't always do this the you know, first shift of the day, 
and I back into my driveway, so I pull out every morning. And it is, uh, you know, at 10 miles an hour, shifts from first to second. And it shudders when it does that. But it only does it part-time now after having put 4,000 miles on it. Okay. I'd like to see you manually shift it and see what happens. So okay. pull it down into first do and manually shift first, second, third, see what happens. I think the good news is it's getting better. Um, yes. A lot of times what happens is is we end up with dry seals, especially you said the card been sitting three or four years. Yes. And so if, if that's the case, and then you say when it warms up, it's much better, and that follows with we have a pressure leak in the transmission that's going to be better after we warm up the fluid and warm up the seal. So mm-hmm. do you like transmission additives, Nate? I think they serve a purpose, yeah. It, it, yeah. This would be something that I'd probably try some kind of an additive, something that rejuvenates the uh, the seals and stuff. I like to use brake fluid. Got to be careful with that, but oh, yeah, but oh, yeah, but I'm not saying a, a gallon. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying uh, a third of a pint. But it's a hydraulic fluid. Yeah, it does rejuvenate rubber to some extent. It does, and I don't know what the negative would be. It's it's not going to clean the transmission spotless. Um, no, it's it's really a diagnostic tool more than anything else. We've tried it in power steering leaks that are minor and and brake fluid. Now we're talking a, a tablespoon or two in a power steering system, right? But in his transmission, a third of a pint. I don't know how much is a pint. Sixteen ounces. I'd have to ask Google. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can't ask yeah. Google right now, but yeah. I think it's sixteen ounces. Yeah. Or is that a quart? That's a quart. Sixteen okay. ounces. All right. So yeah. it's 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 sixteen. It's eight. So maybe two or three ounces of a pint bottle. I can and, see and, that. And this is dot three or dot four, not the synthetic, which is dot five. You have nothing to lose by trying that and seeing what happens. But I think the good news is it's getting better, and you're also coming out of winter and going into summer and i think it'll probably my bet is is it'll clear up by the end of the summer i think that you'll be fine at the end of the summer and if not find the kid that mows grass in your neighborhood the 16 year old and just have him drive it hard for a couple days and and see if he can help you but that that's what i would do this is not something i'd spend any money on especially for two things number one you said it's getting better and number two you said it's been sitting for a long time so I think we just yes. need to take the horse out of the barn and go exercise it. Okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Kevin, you're up first or next. How can I help you? Yeah, hello, Mark. Good day. I love your show. Um, I called you once before, and you helped me fix it, so I just want to mention that, and I appreciate all that, too. Okay. Um, I've got a 99 F350 uh, 7.3 liter engine. I only got 160000 on it now, um, but um, it's my second diesel. Um, I just my question is that you got a diesel another diesel guy on there is is there is there some way I can increase the horsepower carefully not 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 radically but enough I got a bigger fifth wheel now than I had before and okay. just uh, you know is there some way I can do that without you know I don't want to hurt the engine I don't want to do anything extreme okay but I just like to have a little more horsepower there you know okay well first of all I think the most important question for uh, uh, Nate and I is is do you want to sell that. Uh, you know what? You, you you asked me the same question last time I, I called. It. There's a little different way you said. If you want to sell it, let me know. Yeah. And no, well, no, that's my this is my second one. I'm going to keep this one. I'm 72, and this one probably outlived me. You know, so it's great. I love them. My last one I got, I was pushing almost was about 430,000, and it was still getting uh, over 17 miles per gallon. You know, it was okay. running great. 
the reason why I say that, and Nate and I are laughing, is because the guys with seven threes are getting almost as much as they paid for them. And yeah. um, and what's the year spread, Nate, in the seven three? What is it? It's ninety four and a half to 03. Okay, so ninety four and a half and oh three. We're talking seventeen year old trucks, and so if mm-hmm. they paid forty one thousand dollars for it, sometimes they'll get that. And if you have a seven three. Has it ever happened to you coming out of the grocery store or something where there's a note on your windshield that says if you want to sell yep. your truck? Okay, yeah. see? Yep. See, the demand yeah, is huge. Them, you got to fight them off at Home Depot. Yeah, I get to and, Home Depot. I don't know whether they want the tools in the back of my truck or they want my truck. And they usually, you know, they, they're looking for another truck. They've had one. They got rid of it. And they're looking to get another one back okay. again. Yeah. Tell me about the 7.3. Um, I mean, why is that such a wanted truck? Why Why? Why is that? They were bulletproof. I tell you what. It, they're monsters. Uh, they are monsters for sure, and they just go. <laughs> Overall, they go forever, you know. And then, the, then you you step up from the seven three to the six liter, and we went from a virtual perfect motor on the seven three to the biggest piece of horse manure that has ever followed anything like the seven three. It's a shame, yeah. But you're agreeing. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but All yeah. Right, let me ask you this: if if you take a snapshot of six months at your shop. Okay. Um, how many six liters do you have compared to all the other diesels? I said it varies month to month. Okay. It does vary. Fair enough, but yeah. I want the big picture. Yeah. It's... Do they dominate some of the, ma- not oil changes, I'm talking about repairs. Currently they are dominating, yes. Six liters are the yes. biggest piece of crap there ever was. And, and you can't say it, but I'm going to say it. But on your 7.3, um, 160,000 miles, I mean, that's a baby. The, there's yeah. plenty of potential yep. with that truck. I would say give us a call. We we can talk about your question. Uh, there's okay. some nuances nowadays that, that you may or may not know about. But, yeah, first and foremost, I would want to look at the truck just to make sure it's good for what you want to do as far as uh-huh. bumping it a little bit. Um, and they go between they go between um, <clears throat> Rapid Roy, the race car boy, and we're going to call that a five, and all the way down to a one. And you can kind of pick, Nate, what number do we get kind of risky on? Oh, three and four, for sure. Bingo. Yeah. That, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Three and four. But it doesn't sound like that Kevin's going to be on Central Avenue no. on Friday night. No. And, and we can't go to the four or five if you're going to be hauling stuff. That makes a big difference. Right. So um, to call Nate, Strictly Diesel, and he'll walk you through that. Now, to just clear this up, we've put... A whole bunch of work in my Dodge, and um, when the light turns green, I can actually get the front wheels off the ground and drag the tailgate. <laughs> of course, I'm exaggerating. Yes, but there is a difference when you do go to four or five. Absolutely, there's a monster difference. Monster difference. Yeah, yeah. but you also run the risk of being stupid and getting the EG the exhaust gas temperatures way up there in the 15 to 18 range melting some stuff right. so you have to know the limitations but if you just want to go from traffic light to traffic light or if you want to he's going so yeah um then then uh it's that that can happen but it you're not going to you're not going to sacrifice you're not going to get better fuel economy <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen, uh, and, and there's a risk associated with being stupid. Absolutely. So, okay, Keith or Kevin, call him, and uh, he'll walk you through that. And of course, he's going to hand you a business card. Or hey, you know what? You got to put one on his windshield when you deliver his truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, make him yeah. feel normal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank. Go ahead. He said he just wanted the engine. He said, and he, he would have given me the same price. He said, I just need the engine. 
I was up in Prescott, and I said, hey, uh, you know, I, I just get some tires changed on the trailer. And I told the guy, I haven't changed my tires. This guy's serious. And literally, he wanted the engine. He just that hounded me and hounded me. He had a 6-0, and he was disgusted. Okay. Now, hold on. You have a 7-3, Nate. Yes. Okay. Give me an idea of what you see papal people pay for a 7-3 in good shape. Depends on the year, but anywhere between 10000 and, and 20000 Okay, yeah. and so so I suggest Kevin that you take their business card and you just say, "Well, make me a cash offer, and I'll get back with you." And then <laughs> you know, at the appropriate time, you can call one of those guys and say, "Hey, I'd like to take you up on your twenty offer." Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Go fishing. Yeah. Go fishing. All righty. Thank you, Kevin. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. We have five, and um, we can talk about everything except marital problems, and. Uh, and hunting. Okay? Okay. Is that all right? That's fine. Have you got anything else you don't want to talk about? <laughs> I'm blank at the moment. There's a lot of there's things a lot. that we can't yeah. talk about. Yeah. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. If you've got a car problem, a truck problem, you want to talk about oil, you want to talk about gas, what the difference is, um, all those kinds of questions, we're pretty well versed on giving you an answer. And you can decide for yourself if it's valid or not. Of course, my mother... Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Would you know what to do if you encounter a wrong-way driver? Let's hope you never find out. But if you ever do see a wrong-way driver coming at you, Slow down, safely steer away, and get off the roadway. At night, drive defensively and be aware of what's ahead and around you. And if you see a sign warning of a wrong-way driver, safely move toward and take the next freeway exit on the right. Drive aware. Get there. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound-chihuahua-looking kind of mix. 
tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier. And it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is Nate from Strictly Diesel, 23rd Avenue and Pinnacle Peak Road. Um, before I was so rudely interrupted by Gil, the engineer, my, my mother said from a very early age, she said, Mark, if bull hmm, was snow, you'd be a walking blizzard. <laughs> and since then, I to my brothers... They've always called me Blizzard. Uh-huh. That's the way it's been. It's okay. just all my life is it's called. I've been called Blizzard. Yeah. I don't know if they really meant it, <laughs> but, but I I am pretty good with cars. All right. I I, I don't give marital advice, but I'm pretty nope. good with cars. Absolutely. Jane, good morning to you. How can we help you? Well, uh, I have a problem that that has been getting worse in my car with my ignition switch. Okay. I have a Prius. C 2014, and uh, I would like to take it to a dealer other than the Toyota dealer downtown who can fix my, the problem is when I put the key in and I turn it on, it doesn't catch, and it's one of those that has, runs on gas or an eco battery, it's a dual type car. Okay. So I need I need a dealer here in in I live in North Scottsdale. I need a dealer farther up here. Okay. What you want is a repair shop, or do you want us to refer you to a Prius dealer? No, I would want a repair shop. I want okay. somebody that's good with with electrical systems in a car. Okay, with but my steering but, column. All right. Let let me let me back up just a minute. Okay. You, when you when you. Do you have a key fob, and then once you get no, into the I car, have a real, I have a real key. Okay, so you stick the real key in, and you go to the crank position. Yeah, I turn it on. And when you okay. go to the crank position, does the motor crank over or not? No. Okay. Usually, what happens is the word "ready" appears on the screen. Okay. And that means the motor's running. I assume since it's so quiet, it's on the battery. Okay. Can you flip that before you put your key in? Can you pick? Battery or no, engine? No, it okay. does it automatically. All right. Um, I don't. 
I don't know where to send you, but I'll, I'll tell you where I think you should go is go to Blackwell's at 40th and Greenway. Okay. And um, here's here's what you do with Tom. You have to challenge Tom. Okay. You have to say, I've had this everywhere imaginable, and nobody can fix this. I can demonstrate this to you, but there's just nobody that can fix it, and I'm just on the verge of five gallon of gas and a road flare in the back seat. And so I've looked at you, and there's a couple of reviews that are good and a couple that are bad, but I thought I'd try you. And that's waving the red flag in front of the bull. Okay. All I want you to do is tell him the symptoms. Don't you mention ignition switch because okay. you don't want to send him in that direction. You want him to take step one, two, three, four, five. So okay. I would I would say go to Tom Blackwell and do your best to. I've been told nobody can fix this. Nobody can fix this. And uh, but I live around the corner. I live close by, and I thought uh, I'd I'd stop and ask you if you want to take a stab at it. Okay. He'll he'll take that bait like a trout on a on a on I mean to tell you he'll he'll grab that hook and put it in his mouth and shake his head and 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 and, and then you I think you'll be good there. He he'll he'll treat you fair, I promise you that. Okay. Thank you very much, Mark. You're welcome, ma'am. Bill, you're up next. Good morning, Mark and, morning. and Nate. I've got a, a ninety seven uh F two fifty, seven point three diesel that I love. It's great. Um, if it gets below about 50 degrees in the morning, that puppy isn't going to start. Plug it in for 20 minutes and it starts right up. Nate already shaking his head, so he already knows. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Tell him what's the matter. Any other symptoms with it? And good morning, by the way. Good morning. Just Any just other symptoms? Know- uh, yeah. No, you know- it runs great. It's got okay. 300,000 miles on it, but it still runs great. Okay. And when do you it's notice it up, blowing? It starts... Sorry, do you when notice I... it blowing white smoke when it's doing this at all? Um, when it's not starting, it, it puffs a little bit of smoke. I wouldn't say it's white. I, I think it's okay. more like gray, grayish. Yeah, grayish, grayish white. Okay. Typically, you, you have a glow plug relay issue. And, and I tell you what, on that body style, it's very easy to tell. If you turn your key on and watch the voltmeter on your dash, uh-huh. or, or the battery gauge, if you will, you should right. see it go to normal reading and then go negative once you turn the key on. Because once it goes negative, that tells you that the glow plug relay is latched and that it's sending voltage to the glow plugs. And we need uh-huh. lots of power to the glow plugs to get those to get hot. So that's what he's talking okay. about. Yes, yes. Now, if, if you turn your key on and you don't see that voltmeter move, it just, with the key on, it just goes to middle and sits there, your glow uh-huh. plug relay is not, not working. Um, oh, so okay. with that being said, glow plug relay is one of the very big options there. Um, could have glow plugs that are just plain worn out, high resistance values need to be replaced. Um, that particular body style has connectors that tend to melt or, or fatigue which can cause some issues. So overall, there's some few areas there, but definitely glow plug relay is where I would start your diagnosis. And, and watch that voltmeter. Okay. All right. And here's, here's how you do it Mark Salem's way. You get the wife in the truck, and you explain exactly what you want her to do. So she turns the key on, not to start, and the needle's you know in the middle. And then she goes, starts it up, and the needle doesn't move. So 
you get on the Internet and find out what a glow plug relay looks like, and you take the wooden handle of a hammer and just yeah. gently tight to touch that relay if all of a sudden the needle drops down then you you owe nate a hundred bucks okay. and, and, and that's a true <laughs> statement there too because for what it's worth i've had popping the hood cause that relay to latch so just a jar no, in a truck of some kind oh, causes the relay to latch and that's another works. 50 bucks yeah get your wife to crank on it and lift the hood and just slam the hell out of it <laughs> <laughs> and if it starts, then then you're done. That's how we do it. There you oh go. yeah, we slam it hard. There I mean, go. sometimes I have, then people next door. I have go, one hey. other question. Okay, sure. It's not diesel necessarily, but on the on the on that same truck, I just had the brakes done, and I had them rotate the tires while I did the brakes. And I left the shop, and I hit a bump, and the whole front end started shaking all over the place. And I went back, and and he said, "Oh yeah," he said, "I was afraid of that." He said, we'll put the tires back the way they were. And he did, and he drove it, and it was fine. And I drove it, and it's fine. So there's something about, something's obviously wrong with the front end causing the tires to do something. Okay. Well, it's either going to front end or tires, and what I would have done was just rotate the left side. Let's find out which tire is causing the problem. So we'll rotate left rear to right rear, or left rear to left ah, rear, and just okay. do one side at a time. And I feel pretty comfortable that you've got a tire problem. It's not going to be a front end problem because you know it's a front end problem if you're wear you have abnormal wear on the front ends. Now on your Ford, we're going to wear the outside edge of both front tires a little bit more than the rest of the tire. So okay. in that case, that's what I'd do. But anyway, I got to run real quick, and we'll 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 you can add to it. But I've got to get on this break. And and Lloyd and Larry, you stay right there because they're you're number one and number two, and the. We have other lines available, 602-508-0960. So, Bill, we're going to let Nate comment on it, um, but it, it takes him a while to gather his thoughts and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> and Mark only has 20 seconds before the break, and if I don't hit the break, then Gil uses bad words to me, which ruins my whole day <laughs> and makes my wife mad because she says, you missed your 30 break, and I said, I know, honey. She says, well, why don't you stop missing your break so that Gil doesn't get mad at you? So Gil's the engineer, and I'm really afraid of him, and I'm going to continue to talk right through the break. <laughs> Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to NoSafeSpaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. 
politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. That was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. After the hour, 11 o'clock, I got killed to use bad words. <laughs> <laughs> I got him to use bad words. Yeah. Okay, um, real quick, let me tell you about a great shop, uh, Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and in Indian School. I've talked about them before. Uh, between Bob and his son-in-law, Jeremy, they are really good at what they do. You can count, you can bet your last dollar they're going to treat you fairly and honestly. And the reason they do is because Ellen's at the front counter, and Ellen runs the show. So no matter what Bob and Jeremy tell you, they dance to the music that Ellen does. So that's Harker's Auto, Larry Harker's Automotive. They've been around since 1967, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Let's go to the phones. And Lloyd, how can we help you? Yes, morning. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, Lloyd, hold on just one second for me, please. Hold on. You had a question for the vibration guy real quick. I, I, I needed to go to that first. Oh, yeah. We were talking off, off air, but on the tire vibration that happened after they rotated the tires... On a truck, always look for the tire that has the most wheel weight. That's going to want to go farthest away from the driver. So the fact that those tires got rotated tells me that there was a lot of weight on those. They might have been a little bit out of balance, and that's where the shake came from when they were on the front. So the fact that they had now been rotated to the back of the truck, 
that's a lot easier to take care of that vibration. I'd probably want to look into getting those tires balanced sooner or later. So Well, and there's a lot more weight in the front of the, the truck yes. than in the back of the truck. It becomes so more sensitive. Exactly. Sure. Yep. Exactly. And then the, one last thing is, is um, you're going to have to know whether this, the vibration increases with speed. So from yep. 0 to 20, I don't have it. And then from 20 to 70 miles an hour, of course, we know Fords don't go that fast, but 7 <laughs> miles an hour, um, it gets progressively worse. Yeah. That helps us out. Yep. I'm sorry, Lloyd. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I have a 1991 uh, Ford Fleetwood Bounder RV, and uh, I'm looking at uh, purchasing a, a Jasper transmission. And I'm getting, they're offering me a three-year, 100,000-mile warranty. I purchased one before, not from a Jasper, but from another uh, transmission company. And it was a two-year transmission with a 24 in it, uh, lost the reverse gear at just as it was expiring. We want the warranty, so I, I figured I'd go on to a three-year. Can you give me some idea on the uh, Jasper transmission? Are they any good, or because well, let, me, the let me change your 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 thing. First of all, I have a ninety-three or ninety-four bounder, so I have mm-hmm. the Ford chassis on on mine. Um, Mark, what do you sell? And the answer, the answer is Jasper. Mark, is there some guys in town here that will do as good a job or better? Yes, there is. Are they retail guys? No, they're not. They're wholesale guys. So if you can get somebody to let you use their transmission overhaul facility, there's two of them in the valley. There's one north and one south. You know who I'm talking about up north, Alger. Yeah. And you, Nate could middle the deal. Normally we don't add anything to it because there's no big deal. But Alger just doesn't want to deal with customers. <clears throat> he wants to do work for shops. So the shop test drives it, verifies the concern, and we go from there. But most of the guys here in town are not going to, well, I don't know if anybody that's going to give you the warranty that Jasper is going to give you three years. But the question is, is does that cover labor as well? Does it cover towing? Does it cover you breaking down, you know, 100 miles outside of Albuquerque? So those are the questions you need to ask. And overall, too, Jasper, we do install their product. Overall, their transmissions have been good for us. Haven't had to worry about their warranty overall. We match the warranty with the 336 also. So, yeah. You're covered. And, and you're covered. And there's plenty of Jasper places around the country, depending on where you're at, that will take care of you also. So overall, right. decent. And so I, I give Jasper an A Yeah. for quality. Yeah. Now, it's not, I'm sure, over the last 10 years, um, we've. We, I remember we had a 390 motor that was drinking oil, and they had had um, sleeved one of the cylinders, and it was oblong, and they paid the whole thing on that, and we were very grateful. Yeah. But at, initially, it looked like us, yeah. and and I can understand that. But at the, after we sent it back to them, they said we're raising our hand. This had nothing to do with you. We screwed up. So we like them, and we do sell their products a lot. We so do sell. If that's the situation on your bounder, then I want to put you in a comfort zone that that would be a good idea. Thank you, Lloyd. Thank you very much. Larry, you're up next. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes. I had a 2005 diesel. Loved it, by the way. Heard you guys talking about the older ones, uh, Chevy. And traded, and I had a problem with it overheating, so I traded it for 2015. And I love it. It's uh, a great truck. The issue I'm having with it is I pull a 36-foot fifth wheel. I also pull either boat or ATVs behind the fifth wheel. And when I'm going downhill like Camp Birdie Hill, 
my brakes are shimmying. Okay. What I kind of truck is it? It's a Chevy. Okay. Okay. The Duramax. Duramax. Yeah. You you need somebody needs to check the wheel bearings. Somebody check needs to check the rotor run out. And last but not least, if your rear brakes, if your rear, if you have rear discs, then a lot of times they fall out of 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 adjustment, which overloads the front brakes. He's he's rear disc on that though, so he's got rear disc. He's, he's got rear disc. Okay, yeah. How do you I adjust rear the rear disc? disc? Yeah. How do you adjust the rear well, disc? Well, I was going to say I double check trailer brakes, make sure they're working. Okay, uses the tow haul function on on the trans because that will save the Tra- brakes. Tra- uh, trailer brakes are working. Okay. And it, the shimmy seems to be coming from the front. Okay. Well, um, they've gotten hot at one point or the other. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just really a matter of diagnosing it. Um, I think the uh, the rear brakes adjust with the parking brake, and as you pull the lever, it ratchets the piston out. I think. I think. So if that's the case, the question is, how many times you use the parking brake? Uh, truthfully, yet. now truthfully. <laughs> Never. I hardly ever use the parking okay. brake. All right. Try, try it my way. you got nothing to lose. Um, every time you get in the truck, you start it up, put it in drive, and, oh, wait, no, take your foot off the brake <clears throat> so you're in park. And then I want you to apply the parking brake five, six, seven times and just do that for a while and, and see if all of a sudden you feel a difference in brakes. But one way or another, you got a brake rotor wobble. So it's either wheel bearings or you got out the rotors hot. And so we could machine the rotors and fix the, the the wobble. But it's probably a good idea to look at the cause. So, okay, if it only has 60,000 miles on it, you think the rotor's going to go by then? Well, I, I, don't, I don't have any idea. I've, I've got construction guys that will go through pads in 30,000 miles. And so okay. I've got guys now, that I've do... I've had the pads check, and they're not even close to being worn. Well, it, it 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 you're missing the point. The point is, is we're over. Yep. It's it's more likely than not that yep. you've overheated the front brakes, and so gotcha, the question okay. is, is why? And it are you using yep. tow haul mode like you should, or is the trailer brakes working or not working and overloading the front brakes on your truck? So it has nothing to do with the quality of the pads or anything like that. It has to do with heat. Yeah. That's the only time you do that. But I got to run. Thank you very much, Larry Leonard. You stay right there. We'll be back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This week in the Town Hall Review with you, Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. The pandemic that should never have occurred. Those first hours and days and weeks are the most critical. The Chinese Communist Party failed to do that properly. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. 
So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Every day, we go about our lives driven by routine. Our vision clouded by the very normalcy we take for granted. Countless victims of human trafficking walk among us, invisible. It's time to open our eyes. The Blue Campaign provides a unified voice for those who combat human trafficking, whether it's forced labor, domestic servitude, or the sex trade. Learn what you can do to help by visiting dhs.gov slash blue campaign. push all the buttons here in just a second and make sure that we've got everybody. There we go. Yeah, I push a whole bunch off, and then i, I got to remember where I'm at. Um, Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. He's a good guy. Tom has a full-service, family-owned operation that served the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Whatever your repair needs might be, Tom would be a good guy. He's on I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. He has ASC-certified technicians, and Tom knows right from wrong. So he knows when a technician's telling him the truth, like most of us do. And so we've been around the block, and so you're not going to really tell us something that we know isn't true or we're going to ask you to prove it or we're going to go drive the car ourselves. That's the way it is everywhere, but Tom's a good guy. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, then Tom would be a great place to start if you don't already have a shop. Leonard, you're up. How can we help you? Yes, good morning. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a 96 one-ton 7.3 turbo, and it started to jerk at high rates of speed on the freeway. Driving around town, I'm fine, but when I get on the freeway and start cruising at higher speeds, 65, 70 up, it starts to jerk. How many miles on it? 103. Okay. Any check engine lights or translate flashing at you? No, none. Okay. Is there any smoke? Black, blue, white? N- no smoke whatsoever. Okay. This, well, there there could be a number of things, unfortunately. It's not just one thing that I could tell you to go look at, but cam sensors was a recall for a while, and I know those are known to cause this type of sensation. There is okay. a IPR just, valve. I'm sorry? I, I'm sorry. I just recently had a cam sensor. It was cutting out driving in town when I came to okay. a stop. I had a cam sensor put on it, okay. and now it started this jerking at high, like I said, at high speed. Do you know what brand of cam sensor they used? 
Uh, no, not right offhand. Okay. Because believe it or not, to this day, I still recommend the Ford one. Uh, I know there's plenty of aftermarkets now in that game, but uh, the Ford sensor is overall the most reliable. So if this happened after the fact, you may want to ask or figure out what brand is in there. On the cam sensor, I'm betting, he, I mean, it it has to be from Ford. I don't know that any of the aftermarket ignition system, ignition um, companies would, would have a cam sensor. After all, it's not like an A number, Well, the, but I'm guessing. The cam sensor used to be over $200, and they're down to like 35 bucks now. So it's it's okay. the technology has improved on them, and, and people have picked up on that. So I know there's other choices. Fair enough, fair enough. I uh, agree. Yeah, there's an IPR valve that could be causing this, believe it or not, a bad battery ground. One way or the other could cause this uh, torque converter okay. on the trans. Okay, now you can manually shift the trans to see if the torque converter is part of it. Yeah. You can also turn on your headlights at night. If you got a bad ground, your your headlights will not maintain the same intensity. So those are two okay. things that you can look at. What's the IPR? IPR is the valve that's on the high-pressure pump that creates the high-pressure oil for the injectors to work. So that, that particular valve... Is controlled by the computer, and, and, and depending on if it's acting up or not, could cause a skip or a jump. Um, and believe it or not, your computer could be part of the problem, too, here. I've seen those start acting weird at this kind of mileage, So, and, and time being as old as the truck is at this point. So, so you get, a, you get a, a PCM from Ford. You have to reprogram it to tell it what car you're putting it in or what truck you're putting it in, or do they come pre-programmed these come, by year? These come programmed, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you just buy by the year. Yeah. Okay. Seven three by the year, and you pl- it's plug and play. Yep. Okay. We've not done a bunch of seven three work. Um, we like the heck out of them. We do too. And uh, and they're our baby. Well, and not only that, you're a hero. <laughs> you know, you're a goat when you give them the bad news about their six liter, but you're a hero otherwise. If I don't know if you're close to the shop or not, but we'd love to drive it with you and see if we can figure something out. So, and that's um, strictly diesel, twenty third Avenue and Pinnacle Peak Road. Okay, I'm going to tell you now about another good shop. That's Autodynamics in Sun City. Been around since 1982. Uh, they've got some really good people that work there, good technicians, good managers, good supervisors. They're not paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill, so they get paid hourly with overtime. So they're not motivated to sell you unnecessary parts or repair. So the only shop I can recommend in Sun City is Autodynamics on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Gil, do we have anybody in the wings? Nope. Phone lines are open. Okay. It, uh, I think one of the things that we had on the show today was the ignition switch on the Prius. Yeah. It's, it's really important to talk symptoms. It's really not good to say, this is what my brother in Kentucky said I'm, it might have. You don't want to send us in the wrong direction. Right. And so it's really important. And then there's three answers to every question. Yes, no, or I don't know. And that's important as well. It's all, it's the, the worst part for me is, is the wife comes in and the husband's told her what to say. And she doesn't know anything about the symptoms. Yeah. And so the husband says, have them replace or check the front brakes because of this brake wobble we were talking about. Have them check the front brakes. And we don't know it hauls a trailer. We don't know it has a boat. We don't know it hauls quads. Now, we can look at the hitch, but that doesn't always tell you what you need. Right. So a lot of times it's really, ladies, we, we understand that husbands put you in that position. But sometimes we just need your husband's phone number so we can call him if he's the predominant driver and, and stuff like that. It's It really has to do with symptoms. Yep. If you give us enough information, oftentimes that saves you a whole lot of money. 
But what's not important is what the car doctor on Google said <laughs> or the guy that does, you know, all the stuff on the Internet and tells people how to fix their cars because they can't be any better than we are and we get to talk to you and, um, and we get to ask you questions that are pertinent to the whole issue. So State the facts, just the facts. Yeah, yeah, just, just answer the question. A, a couple of good examples is vibrations. Is it in the steering wheel or your seat or your pants? People don't understand how important that is. That's huge. It's it's everything. It is <laughs> it's for sure to find out, um, and then the terminology. It just won't start. Well, it won't crank over. It won't go rrr 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 rrr, or it cranks over rrr 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 rrr, but it doesn't catch. There's a big difference on where we go. Yep. Big big difference. Yep. So if it goes, you hit the key and then nothing happens. That's a no-crank situation. My car has a no-crank situation. Then the question is, is morning, noon, night, Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays? <laughs> We're going to ask you a lot of questions, and you're going to say, it's only cold in the morning. Okay, we're home free. Yeah. Leave it overnight, and we're going to see what the voltages are at the battery, at the starter. We're going to make sure that the that the shifter is closing the get or closing the circuit so that it'll crank over and park in neutral. All that kind of stuff. So that's kind of what what where you're going to save money. I promise you, if you come in with a good list of symptoms, and it'll save you money on the diagnosis. Absolutely. Blue smoke, black smoke, white smoke. That's a that's important. Yeah. Speaking of white smoke and a diesel, I have a boom lift with a little four-cylinder Kubota, and it has two solenoids on it. One opens the pump. It's got a lever on the pump, and so when you hit the key, it opens up. The other one's a high idle. I cross-wired them. Uh-oh. And um, I just forgot. I didn't do a good job. So it was a start. <laughs> but it would run okay on ether for a little while. Right. But um, And so I kept looking at the high idle solenoid and i kept saying why is that always maybe i should disconnect that because it's as soon as you hit the start it goes to wide open throttle or not wide open but high idle right and it didn't used to do that there's a lever there for high idle low lyle so um i'm proud to tell you that renee reminded me that i had switched those two and she says, and the reason I know that is, is because one of the the new boot was over here, and the old boot was up here because it has a bellow boot on it. Good for her. And I said to her, "Well, then you replace it." And I walked away. Now, my wife doesn't work on cars because she has pretty fingernails. But what do you think about mine? Yeah, <laughs> same as mine. Yeah. So everybody makes mistakes. I'm going to admit to that one. Absolutely. I'm going to admit to that one. Me too. So um, it's a, a thirty. It's a 30 or it's it, the standing height of it when you're all the way up to the top is 40 feet. Oh, wow. So my grandkids love to go all the way up and then I shake the bucket. What they don't understand is, is it's tough on me because I don't like heights. Yeah. <laughs> so you get yeah. up there with all the grandkids in there. Do it, Papa, do it. So you start shaking the bucket. I, I, I'm, I just want to jump off. Right. I mean, I'm scared to death. Oh, man. So it's uh, I was using the boom lift because I'm having my barn painted. And so I was using the boom lift to go around the barn and pressure wash it. So I wasn't paying attention to the arm. So as I dropped down the bucket to go have lunch, I crushed the pipe, the rail fence. Oh, no. So nobody knows about it because I went and got the forklift and <laughs> straightened it up. Yeah. With, with some exceptions, you don't know that I crushed it. <laughs> so it, the problem is, is, in my defense, 
when you're in a boom lift, you've got to, you've got to watch all the corners. So if you swing the boom 180 degrees, you better hope the tail end is going to clear the wall or the fence. Yep, yep. So it's got all these idiosyncrasies. that, And I was mad at Renee because the reason I broke the fence was because Renee wasn't there. She's my spotter. There you go. You know, So she was probably shopping or something like that. But she, if she would have been there, I wouldn't have bent the fence. But she Makes doesn't, sense. She doesn't know I bent the fence because I would have fixed it. <laughs> uh. So we have problems with technicians. We've got problems with new guys that misrepresent their skills. We have technicians that sometimes will tell us they've done a test and they really haven't. Um, but by and large, it doesn't take us long to know that. It's it's some, You're shaking your head, but you have to say yes because yes. they can't see yeah, your head. Yeah, they can't see you shaking my head. Um, and I think you, I've, we've been in business since 1979. It's kind of an evolution. You get to the point where somebody comes in and you and and you say, I've been at this movie before. Right. I've I've been in this rodeo before. Yeah. And then after a while, it's you know maybe some counseling, maybe some sit down, and I want you to stop doing this and do more of this or whatever. And sometimes it's just a matter of you gotta let them go. Yep. Um, go someplace else, perhaps get more. But the number one thing I find is they overestimate their experience. So you know you you say have. Have you ever pulled a 7.3 out and uh, and resealed a 7.3 diesel? Oh, yeah. I did my lawnmower last week. Well, there's a big difference there between is. your Briggs and & Stratton and a 7.3. Absolutely. So, yeah, me and three or four guys with a big old 2x4 or 4x4, we lifted that 7.3 out. Oh, no, you didn't. You know, that thing weighs as, half as much as the truck does. But by and large, the people who do business with shops... If they look at the plaques on the wall and see that the technicians have been there for, they got their 10-year award, they're not there 10 years because they don't know what they're doing. Right. And so it's it's kind of easy, and it's perfectly okay to say to your shop, what's the oldest technician you've got? I'm asking you. What's the oldest tech? Yeah. It's me. Okay. Yeah. And the next oldest tech that works for you, how many years has he worked for you? Oh, two or three, easy. So okay. yeah. yeah, and the same with me. We've got a yeah. whole lot that are in the seven to ten range, but right. the the guy for us is Eddie for thirty two years. I mean, he was he was a youngster when he started here. But that's but, awesome. But in the in the and then you have skills about fixing cars and listening and diagnosing, and so do I. So it's not hard for us to figure out quickly that there somebody is not is misrepresenting their skill level or is answering questions about testing that they've not really done. Right. But that doesn't happen very often. I would say three or four times a year we run into something like that. And through the grace of God, we've been able to fix it before it left. Yep. And that that's important. And that test drive is really important. Absolutely. So Nate is from Strictly Diesel, 23rd Avenue and Pinnacle Peak Road. Um, it's worth the drive no matter where you're at. Um, he's just worth the drive. So... If you live anywhere, call up Strictly Diesel, make an appointment, give them the brief synopsis of the symptoms, and then um, they'll talk to you about their plan and stuff like that. I just want to give a quick shout-out to my crew working their tail off in these weird times we're going through. But thank you to my crew at Strictly Diesel. We're all doing a great job. And that'll be until we'll see you next week. Thank you.